The views and opinions expressed on Nerds and Beer are solely those of the hosts and guests, who clearly know just enough to be dangerous. Please do not try this at home. There's a beer that when you look at it, you only see the reflection of Topanga from Boy Meets World. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Really? We're going streaking! <laughs> Welcome back to Nerds and Beer, everybody. Season Nerds three! And Nerds and Beer, season three! <laughs> Start of season three, episode one. Yeah. And they said it wouldn't last. And they said it wouldn't <laughs> last. I get lots of compliments on my singing, just so you know. Yeah. You, well, you know, you, you do have the voice of an angel. I do. Did you get that? What was that? That was from old school when he gets shot with the tranquilizer. Oh, yeah. He's like, you're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> so season three, can you believe that? Like, we're on, we're on, uh, like, all kinds of craziness doing three seasons of this stuff. Three seasons. So if we broke it down, each season's roughly, what, 20 episodes was what we figured? So this one. We put. Yeah. So episode uh, 41, then. Yeah, 40, 41. That's crazy. Dang. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, we've come a long way from uh episode one. Yeah, we, we have. We're we're way more professional now. <laughs> <laughs> we sound a little bit better than we did at the early parts. Yes, yes, yes. You know, do. recording on our uh, cell phones wasn't always optimal. So so now we got the the it laptops sounded, now. It sounded like that teacher from Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. So, uh, yeah, so we're back and we've been gone for a little bit. So there's been quite a bit that's been going on in the nerd world. Um, we've had the Bad Batch come out. Uh, we're getting ready for Loki to come out. We've got Black Widow coming out soon. We got the Eternals trailer. That was pretty uh, pretty noteworthy. Yep. Uh, we got Venom 2's trailer. Yep. Uh, yeah, yep. Venom 2. Venom 2. Uh, we got a new announcement for the Craven the Hunter movie and Spider-Man stuff. Yeah, McClunky's all about the Spider-Man stuff. He just... That leads me into uh, my quick brief shout-out to uh, one of our faithful listeners, Emily Tomasi, and her sidekick, Joey Tomasi, who uh, really appreciated our Ric Flair from last oh. week. So, woo! so Joey Tomasi, woo! Woo! And I'm queuing it up just so I got it on standby for the rest of the episode because, you know, that's a favorite. Hit him, hit him. Now, do you have it ready? Uh, it's actually loading right now. Our internet has been a little spotty out in the, uh, the middle of nowhere today. Again, I'll so, note that that's so weird. Like, you live in the city and your internet sucks, but we live in the boonies and ours is pretty solid. Well, I mean, we're not, we're outside of the city. We're not technically in it. So, we're in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, for a little backstory, uh, I tried to actually get internet service, these hotspots from our phones for everything or a data connection through Verizon. Uh, shout out to Verizon Wireless. 
give us some money off on our bills. That'd be awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome for us too. <laughs> uh, but we tried to get wireless internet from a, an actual company here at the house. And in case anybody was wondering, my address is one of the only places in the world, I think, that you can't get any internet, home internet service. <laughs> the, the place, even the company that we used to use years ago, that was super slow internet. Uh, they even said, yeah, we don't have service. So we have like no companies that, that uh, yeah, have. They, they gave up on you. <laughs> I, I think so. So it's, uh, yeah. It's a little, a little uh, tough there, you know. But there you go. That's for you, Joey. <laughs> I think we're gonna need to feature Ric Flair in this episode. Well, you know, you maybe can, get, we could get, you can maybe we could get him on sometime. <laughs> you could, you could uh, get him to do a video for you on uh, Cameo. Yeah, and it'll only cost you five hundred dollars. Wow, I would pay five hundred dollars to talk to Ric Flair. Uh, well, you don't talk to him; he just records a message for you. Still, I would pretend I was talking to him. <laughs> yeah, I just. <laughs> 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 All right. So since we've last met, we've had a good dose of the bad batch, haven't we, boys? Yeah, we're up to what was the last episode? Five. Uh, four yeah. or five. Five, five, I think. Five, because four was the one with, uh, I believe, Fennec. So what, uh, I know we talked briefly in the, uh, what do you guys think so far of the Bad Batch? Uh, the first episode was good. Uh, the other ones are just fillers. And it's a little, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think the first episode, which came out, and it was roughly 70 minutes long. Yeah, yeah so like, was like, like the three episodes. Yeah, so it was like a like a actual movie, almost, if you will. And they did a very nice job of intertwining the events of episode three, between episode three and A New Hope. Uh, and and they, I especially like that they use like the actual audio from Revenge of the Sith at certain parts. Yes, I thought that was put together really well. So after the first episode, I was super excited. I was like, "Yes, this is going to be of the Mandalorian and even the last season of the Clone Wars that we had, which was fairly solid as well." Um, it was probably my favorite season of the Clone Wars to to date. But then episode two happened, and I was like, "Okay, it, it was a filler episode," which I think we all kind of knew was going to happen because they have to start to develop that story. But here we are, five episodes in, and I'm. I'm losing my excitement for it. I got to be honest with you. I just, I feel like they're, they're doing too many filler episodes and not giving us enough. And the content that they are giving us, you can already tell. I mean, if you're a diehard fan, you can pretty much tell what is going to be in each episode. And like their big reveals for the last couple were like, "Mm, they weren't really that big. Yeah. You know, usually go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, so I'm, I'm kind of torn in the spot right now where I'm like, I am enjoying the new content and the stories, and and I think that that's great for, you know, week by week, but I want more, and to me, this is going to start to fall kind of where the Clone Wars season two, three, four kind of went, where it was kind of like, okay, we're just making episodes, and uh, I'm just kind of losing interest now. Mm -hmm. It didn't really tie to anything, and I'm afraid that that's what's going to start to happen with this, unless they start giving us more content and more uh, big reveals throughout the story well then episode three when they did like the half one where it was like you see what the bad batch doing but then we get more on crosshair 
I actually like that one, but like the crosshair side of it that we get to see more about what the Empire's doing. Mm. But then like the other like last two, we haven't even seen what's going on with him, and they've sort of forgotten about him in a way. Well, yeah, and cro- you're talking about crosshair and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're just you, you. You saw him in the first couple episodes, but I think you're led to believe that he's kind of like building up his his entourage and you know following the Empire's orders and stuff. But they need to hint more at him and bring him in. To tie that together, I think you you've watched it, Joe. Like, what are your thoughts? I mean, are is your you, view different than ours? No, no. Usually, I'm kind of the the, the apologist for whatever we're talking about. Like, if uh, you know, if you guys are not too pleased with something, I'm on the other side of it just to be Johnny Sunshine. But uh, I could not agree with both of you more. You know, the the first episode started out really strong and gave us a lot of hope that it it was going to be good. Um, and I really liked that first episode, but from there, I couldn't agree more. It's been way too much filler. And I understand that they have to give us a fair amount of filler to build up, you know, relationships between the Bad Batch and Omega. Uh, <laughs> but they're giving us too much filler in a row. Like, give us an episode of filler and then give us some meat. And then, okay, throw another filler episode at us. And give us something good, but we've had four. What are we? Four or five solid episodes of of complete filler. filler and I think if they don't start throwing something serious at us, they're going to lose. You know, they're going to lose the audience fairly quickly. And they've already lost them. Like I think, like episode four. Like I've seen barely any uh, Easter egg breakdowns for this new one because usually well, because there's there's so. like no Easter eggs in it. <laughs> Yeah, it was just literally a story that of something that they did. And we talked in the pregame, and and I can kind of say uh, I, I get where they're coming from and what they're trying to do. You know, they're trying to establish the Bad Batch as a, a band of mercenaries now who are out trying to, you know, go against the Empire because they, as what did Tech say in this one, they had a difference of views or something like that, right. however he worded it in this episode. So I can see where they're going and why they're telling so much. But like you said, Joe, we're getting quite a bit filler here. We need more of a big reveal. And in this latest episode, you know, you, you were kind of the whole reason for this episode was to uh, do a mission for Sid so that she'll give them some info and kind of find out who the bounty hunter is, which we all know is Fennec Shan. And we knew that one from what we saw uh, based on the Mandalorian and everything there. But um, you, at the end of it, you were like, okay, we're going to find out who hired Fennec. Oh, well. But then they, they don't give you anything either. And I'm like, this was all for naught. Like, yeah. like we are back at square one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you us. think, um, do you think the fact that they gave us uh, Bib Fortuna, uh, sorry, I didn't say spoiler alert, but uh, Bib <laughs> Fortuna in yesterday's episode, do you think that's leading up to us getting um, a Boba Fett appearance, like a young Boba who would be, you know, in his 20s ish? Here, do you think? I mean, we've seen Fennec Shan. We know that um, she has a previous relationship with Boba. Uh, do you think we're going to get a Boba Fett in this episode or in this series? I think, yeah, I think you might cross paths with him at some point and see him. I don't know if he'll be in full armor, but I think they'll make you know point to to show fans and point them right. out. I, I think for sure you're going to see a Jabba at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, now that we got Jabba no Wanga. <laughs> But I, overall, yeah, 
I'm just, I don't want to say I'm disappointed with the series, but I kind of am so far. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, the first the first episode was really good, but from there it's just been like solid average across the board. Like it's it's still content, it's still Star Wars. Um and it's not bad, but it's certainly not anything I'm like super excited about either. Yeah, and every time I still have a tough time cuz every time I watch an episode, all I can see is Charlie Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like Oh my god! I'm... I am dead inside. <laughs> that was a good one. That was well timed. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. They to me, they made him look too much like Charlie Sheen from Hot Shots Part. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Bro, so now on to our next and our our uh, rapid fire. You know, episode one of season three. Um, we got a trailer for the long-awaited Eternals, which is coming at us in November. Um, finally got a lot of looks at the Eternals team and the, the cast, which has a lot of star power in it. Um, what did you guys think of the trailer, and are you excited for Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I am I'm very excited for it. I, I don't know anything about the Eternals, so I don't know what I'm excited about. But I'm excited. <laughs> but I, I mean, that's... I, I, I mean, I tried to do some research after the trailer came out just to see, you know, what their backstory was. Because again, I've never read any of their comics. I, I mean, I know the name, but I couldn't tell you the main characters' names or anything like isn't that. It, so, isn't it Icarus? And then isn't it Cersei? I Joe would probably know. I'm just gonna call him Rob Stark from Game of Thrones for a while. <laughs> was, wait, isn't it Jon Snow? Is that? Oh, he's also in it. John, Jon Snow, and Rob Stark are in it. Uh, the uh, Rob Stark guy plays Icarus, and Jon Snow, aka Kit Harrington, um, it. I think he plays the Black Knight, or I think Dane Whitman is his name. Mm. But he's he got- actually fun. Fun fact: uh, that character is not one of the Eternals. He's an actual like human. Um, who becomes a member of the Avengers eventually. So I'm, I'm sure that um, he'll play that role down the road. But I, I think he may not be a huge part in the movie. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, but me and McClunky watched some other nerd talking about it too. And he has some sort of sword that wields basically like the same kind of power as Thor's hammer. Yeah. Uh, meaning that you have to be like pure of heart to be able to wield it type thing. And doesn't he eventually, at least in the comic world, become a leader of the Avengers? Um, yes, he plays some prominent roles at different times in the Avengers. Again, he's not um, like one of the primetime players as far as well-known characters, but mm-hmm. he is important in the uh, in the Avengers uh, history. But I, guess, but I guess the Avengers is kind of like that. It's kind of like uh, the X-Men where it's like a revolving door. So For sure, are yeah, this guy's in, that guy's out, this guy's in, that guy's out. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, th- I, think- I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my reasons why I'm excited for the Eternals is that it is a bunch of characters that are not overly, uh, I don't want to say not popular, but not mainstream characters. And I'm excited to see what Marvel can do with a lot of creative license because they have a lot of room to do different things with these characters, and the fans really won't be like, "This isn't what it was like in the comic." <laughs> yeah well yeah i don't know i 
for me, I guess I'm just excited to watch the movie for what it's going to be in the MCU just because I haven't read any of the comics. So I don't know anything about the story. And I think the majority of the MCU fan base would probably fall in that category that I'm in. Yeah. Now, to give a second shout out to someone in the same episode, which is kind of uncharted territory. But as far as the Eternals being an unknown commodity and people doing re- faithful listener Emily Tomasi this week uh, told me she sought out and downloaded um, some original comic uh, information, some comics from 1973 um, on the Eternals original run in Marvel so she could learn more about them. So that goes right along with her watching all of the Marvel movies to beef up on Marvel lore. She is doing some serious nerd work. So good job, Emily. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Just... Wow, wow, is it very nice? <laughs> <laughs> that was well timed as well. Thank you, thank you. I'm on fire um, tonight. A lot of people are wondering because um, in the trailer, if you watch, there's a lot of sort of Captain America shield sightings. Really? Yeah, like so. There's a scene with. Angelina Jolie's character and she's fighting like some sort of guy at one point and he's like a shield. Uh, I think she was going into like, I think it was in like Mesopotamia where they said she was at. Because mm-hmm. it's, because the Eternals are characters that like, correct me if I'm wrong, span through all different times. So they came from like the dawn of humanity. You are, you are on the right track, sir. Okay. Yeah. Cause I heard that somewhere. But a lot of fans. Here's a a quick question: How many? Okay, throughout the span of the Eternals movie, which is like a a two two and a half hour movie, probably. How many children do you think Angelina Jolie will adopt during that movie? Uh, Oh, I just assumed those were all her kids in the movie with her. (laughs) 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 And then uh, Salma Hayek's in it too. Saw that. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Just in case. In case she's listening to this, Angelina Jolie, if you want to, you can still adopt me. <laughs> um, oh, man. Barry Keoghan's in it, and he's supposed to be in the new Batman movie as well. Wait, they're making a new Batman movie? Yeah, it's it's going it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's to have the guy from Twilight in it. I, I am pretty excited about the fact that we're going to see, though, why they didn't interfere with the events of like Endgame and um, Infinity War, yeah. and what is the thing that actually brings them out? Then, like they, like when all these other things were going on, like what is it that brings them out now? Right, and I feel like that this is going to be the movie that might establish what our next big bad villain is going to be, mm-hmm. because it's got to be something bad to bring them out. Because if they've just been hiding, kind of like aiding the human race to survive but not Mm -hmm. really interfering with the events. Like, yeah, something big has to be happening in order for them to come out. Mephisto. I don't know. (laughs) Kang the Conqueror, man. Galactus. Galactus. Yeah, I was going to say Galactus. That could be. That could be. I don't know. But what are you, like, super excited for it? Like, when you watched the trailer, were you just super stoked or what? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curiously excited. Again, there... I don't have enough knowledge or background to be like, oh, look at that. But, mm. um, you know, I'm anxious for some new content that I'm really not that familiar with. It'll be 
some uncharted territory. Very nice. There was also the Shang-Chi trailer and then the Venom Let There Be Carnage trailer as well. Like, now, you know. I am extremely excited about Shang-Chi. I think that looks badass. Did you notice what they're going to do with the Ten Rings? So it's not going to be as much power rings as it's going to be more bracelets by the look of it from like toy stuff and like a shot in the trailer. Yeah, I'm just excited. And, and I'm not sure if they'll actually refer to him as the Mandarin, but to have that character brought in as well, because he's a pretty awesome villain from the Marvel Universe that's connected to, obviously, to Shang-Chi, um, connected uh, expressly to Iron Man as well. So, Yeah. <laughs> you mean it's not Trevor? <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, I'm an actor. I'm an actor. Um, and I'm also excited to... Uh, have the action star Aquafina appear in a Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's got her own action. She does. I've, I, I think I what is... pick that up the next time I see it. Yeah, but what is it? Just like a standalone figure? It doesn't belong in the set, really. It does. It's it's like part of that line, but it's not part of the build a figure. Build a figures are the worst, especially how they made it Sam's wings. Yeah, that's so dumb. Well, that's not the Shang-Chi one, though. No, I know, but that, that one really just pisses me off because it's like, oh, here, buy the new Captain America. Oh, but you have to buy every other figure to get his wings. <laughs> All right, now, so we've covered Bad Batch. We've covered um, a little bit of Shang-Chi. We've covered some Eternals. Uh, Broadster, you said you've got a lot of Spider-Man news for us. What do you got? Uh, oh, man, right. this dude's chewing at the all bit. Right, He's ready right. to go. All right, I've been building up a couple theories recently. Um, Is Chicken Little going to be in Iron yes, Man 3? Yes. Or Iron Man Super, Spider-Man. Yes. He, what he, is he, going on? Just, <laughs> yes, the he sky is, is falling, apparently. He, he, he's going to be the main villain, and he's going to try and form the Sinister Six together, and it's going to be all Chicken Little. <laughs> it's going to be Chicken Little all along. <laughs> yep, here's, here's my take on that. What the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, Venom 2 released the trailer. We got our first look at um, Carnage. Uh, more stuff with Venom. Um, so tell us more about Spider-Man. So okay. what kind of rumors are you hearing? So I heard out? somewhere that um, they uh, have been talking about Willem Dafoe possibly coming back. Uh, to play Green Goblin, and he's rumored to be the main villain of the movie, actually. Would this be like a multiverse thing? Like he's the Green Goblin pulled from uh, a different reality? Yeah, so the the uh, movie's called No Way Home, right? which we know. And everybody was, when the title was first released, it was automatically like, oh my God, we're going to get the multiverse, we're going to get Miles, it's going to be a Spider-Verse type thing. And then we're hearing rumors now that it's actually No Way Home, meaning all the villains come to Peter Parker's reality from different worlds or dimensions or whatever, and they have no way home. Uh, so interesting take it is. Uh, but here's my, and me and McClunky were talking before we got on the, the audio here. Um, I'm confused because his green goblin died in the Toby Maguire. Same as Electro and Alfred. Malibu's yeah. So Rock. those, well, 
Alfred Molina, you don't know if he died. He was just floating away. Right, and he said in an interview himself that they he said that they would be picking up last from where they left off. Yeah, so I don't know how they're going to spin that and bring them in if they had died. That will yeah. be interesting. You know, maybe there's a – I don't know. They can, in the multiverse, like grab somebody – Ahsoka Tano style, like out of the reality right before they perish. You know, I don't know. It'd be, it'll be interesting. But then I heard a rumor that the reason why this is going to be happening is because of Wanda messing with the dark hold in WandaVision, like that post credit scene when she's scrolling through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because of her exploring this new magic, uh, she messes everything up. <laughs> And it, it, it has been confirmed that uh, Benedict Cumberbatch will be in the Spider-Man 2 I saw. Yeah. So that's well, and the the WandaVision angle, um, and her her maybe cracking reality or or causing, you know, cracks in different realities could be that could lead along to the Eternals too. Like when when is No Way Home coming out? Uh, December seventeenth, twenty twenty one. Okay. So it's after Eternals, huh? Right. Um, other rumors that they're talking about because they are talking about casts that are being confirmed so far. Like Willem Dafoe, I believe, has been confirmed as being in it. Jamie Foxx has been confirmed. Well, he said it himself too, didn't he? And then yeah. now he's now he's denying it. But we all but we there's all saw him do it. there's if they're gonna go with the Sinister Six angle and loosely uh, base it off the Sinister Six, but have the other members. Then there's questions like is Paul Giamatti gonna be in it because there's been no confirmation from him and. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church as Sandman. Is he going to be in it? Because I am excited for this because it's new Marvel stuff and Marvel does a great job with everything. But a a big part of my is kind of worried that they're bringing back, in my opinion, some kind of shitty characters. (laughs) Like I was I was not a big fan of Jamie Foxx's Electro. Um, I was mm. not a big fan of Paul Giamatti's Rhino or whatever oh, they wanted to call yeah, that. that bad. Um, I I really wasn't a huge fan of Alfred Molina's by haircutted. Um, mm. uh, I was okay I, with I, Willem I, Dafoe as Green Goblin, but I just oh I'm worried, man. Yeah, and I get where you're coming from because I'm kind of along the same lines. Like I feel like. Of all the previous Spider-Man movies, the villains have been like the huge letdown. You know, you get uh, James Franco's version of the the Goblin too. You know, you get Purple yeah. Grace's Venom, which was just a catastrophe in my opinion. Yeah, but even even the first one, like I remember when the first Tobey Maguire Spider Spider-Man came out, and we were so stoked for that man. Remember, we I think we skipped school. Or at least I did to go to on cue at buy the DVD, DVD of it. Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure we did. Yeah, absolutely. And I was so so far, but even now looking back at it, I'm like, Willem Dafoe was a great villain. However, his costume for me kind of killed it. Like that mask, yeah, that was, yeah, the mask that was just kind of like the face. Yeah, so I was like, they they could have done better with that, I think. But overall, it was still like a great movie at the time, and and I yeah, still think it sure. is a good movie. But yeah, the, I'm right there with you. The villain leave a lot to be desired, I guess. Yeah. And that, if they go down that line too, it it will really. Again, maybe I'm going to be wrong. Maybe they're going to do a good job and rework them or tweak them enough where they'll be okay. 
but really the the weakness in those early Spider-Man movies was the villains and the believability of them and the poor acting by some of them. Uh, but if you look at the first two Tom Holland Spider-Mans, in my opinion, that's the opposite. I mean, the vulture that we got um, in Homecoming was, I thought, really good. Um, I thought the Mysterio that we got um, in Far From Home was excellent. I thought that was a really cool take on the character. Um, so I hope we don't regress in this third one. I agree. I agree. And I, you know, the fact that Mike played the, the vulture, and then after the movie came out, and they're talking about like the scenes that they fought, and Tom Holland, like every time we had a fight scene, Michael Keaton would tell him, I'm Batman. <laughs> like every time they were fighting each other, he'd just keep saying, I'm Batman to him. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, that's awesome. Oh, I'm <laughs> but and also, yeah, Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio. That whole way that they spun that in Far From Home was awesome. It was so good. And I'm still blown away at like some of the cinematography of it. Like, like the whole scene with the like we're trapped in the glass ball and you know all those sort of uh, altered. When he's like playing with his mind and he's yeah. like, you need to wake up. And he's like, yeah, that around. whole scene to me still like blows my mind. I think that's was done so well. And there's so many references in that too, like with, with them putting them in the snow globe. Yeah. From like the comic book cover. You yep. know, that was so good. So good. And I just. <laughs> 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 I want me some pie. <laughs> So, bro, do you have any other Spider-Man rumors that are churning about? Uh, they recently talked to both Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone about their involvement in the movie, and both of them said no about it. Mm. But the weird thing was, was so a lot of people are doubting it, like in terms of like how believable it is. Mm. In terms of, well, because they technically wouldn't be able to say anything about it. Mm-hmm. But like, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, well, I'm well, gonna I'm gonna say this. Emma Stone is way too busy right now because she also is trying to adopt me. So I mean, <laughs> she doesn't have time for anything else. <laughs> Cruella. <laughs> <laughs> that just came out on Disney Plus. It did. Check yeah, it out yeah. now for Premier Access, twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, we may be, uh, but we maybe shared our Disney Plus password with uh, one of our relatives so they could order it on Premier Access today. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. We've, we've given ours out, too. <laughs> yeah. Disney, Disney Plus better never change that. <laughs> I know. Sharing means caring. <laughs> That's right. So we got our Spider-Man fix, and what else do we got? Well, yeah, and then they also oh, 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 they, they also recently revealed that uh, that Aaron Taylor Johnson is coming back to play Craven the Hunter in a Sony movie, the guy that hmm. played Quicksilver from Age of Ultron. Oh, okay. And he's coming to play Craven in the Sony stuff, like with Venom. Hmm. Now, okay, Venom. I'm glad you led back to that. I was, I, I was a fan of the first Venom. I wasn't like, uh, holy crap, it's my favorite movie of all time. 
was it was aight. Um, I'm a little worried, and maybe it's just me. I'm a little worried watching that trailer that they're slipping back with that one too. Um, what did you guys think of the Venom trailer, and and are you optimistic, pessimistic? What do you think? I think Carnage looked amazing. See, I don't know. I don't know how impressed I was with Carnage. And I really don't know how I feel about Woody Harrelson playing him. Woody Harrelson, yeah, like, is, he's crazy. Don't get me wrong. And he got uh, a crazy mentality about him that comes off well with this character. But just him as an actor. About it. I mean, I love Woody Harrelson. I think he's great. Um, White Man Can't Jump is one of my favorite movies of all time. But I and Cheers was one of your favorite sitcoms. Dude, Cheers is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the Cheers song that I used to be able to sing? Uh, Coach. Uh, okay, you ready? Here we go. This was. Yeah. You remember the character Coach? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, he was like the stupid character before they brought Woody on. Yep. Yep. He and he was, he was a like coach. going to night school, and he was trying to memorize like stuff for his night school test. So he. Uh, he he did a song about Albania. Here you go. He goes, okay. Albania, Albania, you border on the Adriatic. And that's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. But I also think that that crazy mentality could be well for this character because the character of Cletus Cassidy is supposed to be crazy. Like he's mm-hmm. supposed to be a, like a psychopath. Mm-hmm. So my take on it too because you asked how what we thought of it and and what they were doing or what they were trying to do with it my take on it is that the first one i i enjoyed it i thought that they did a good job of how the symbiote with eddie and that whole backstory but i feel like the second one is now trying to make venom more of a lovable character i guess is a way like a comedic tool yeah like he's like oh he's yeah, he's, he's mean, now. but you know, and Venom's always been a bad guy. Now, do you think that they're going to like Sony is still doing this Venom character? Are they going to try to link it up to the MCU? Are they not going to link it up to the MCU? Are we going to well, see some attempt to get it mainstream? Because as of right now, it sits separate from the MCU, correct? That is correct. The Sony the Sony timeline is completely separate of everything in the MCU. But Clunk was talking about his possible theory of and Disney are to do. And, and by doing the uh, No Way Home movie and bringing in so many of the villains that were in the Sony versions. Uh, what, what was your thought on that, McClunky? Uh, that um, by doing that and all the stuff with Doctor Strange that they, uh, uh, Peter Parker tries to maybe jump through different realities in a way, and the Sony verse is one that he jumps to, and he kind of is there for a long time. So they can tell their side of the story, and then in, in his place, we might get introduced to like uh, MCU version of Miles, and that's the Spider-Man that we get for a bit. Interesting. Until, until Disney and Sony can sort their shit out and, and come up with a deal that everybody wins. Right. Yeah. So I, I don't necessarily disagree with that. I think that that's a very interesting theory that he came up with. I don't know if you read that or I if you just kind of came up with that. But I think that that would be kind of an interesting theory because then it's basically opening the door for Sony to just take 
Tom Holland and keep telling stories and then, you know, give everybody a Venom Spider-Man movie or showdown again. Mm -hmm. And who knows? Like that could be if we have Tom Holland Spider-Man jump realities um, and make a pit stop in the Sony reality. Um, you know, in the comic version, uh, Spider-Man picks up the the symbiote in Secret Wars, and then he brings it back to Earth, and that's what starts, you know, the all the different symbiotes, you know, Venom and Carnage, and all these other ones. Maybe the Sony version, Tom Holland makes a pit stop there, and that's where he picks up a symbiote and he takes it back to the stand CU reality, and that launches from there. Because we know mm. there's an Eddie Brock, there's an Eddie Brock somewhere in the regular MCU. Maybe Peter mm. brings that symbiote back, and then, you know, him and him and Peter seeks out the Eddie Brock in that reality. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah. Do you think you'll get a symbiote Spider-Man in the MCU? I don't think we're gonna see it. I would love it. Uh, currently, no. Yeah, I don't think you'll see it either. I think we can agree on that. So for that, high five. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. What else did we have on the books, boys? Uh, McClunky just stepped away for a minute. Oh well, we'll we'll so, forgive him for that. Um, big yeah. event tomorrow for all longtime nerd and beer listeners. Um, it's Nine's graduation tomorrow, so everybody uh, cross your fingers for Nine's tomorrow that she does not drink at all. Where is Nine's tonight? What is she doing? Um, she's currently doing the graduation um, open house tour. A lot of her oh. friends had open houses today, so she's out gallivanting. Around to hitting the circuit. Yep. Yes, and... Sam and and myself and McClunky will get to come to Nines' open house, which we're super excited about. Dude, I cannot tell you how excited we are that you guys are coming up for that. It is going to be on point. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty excited. So, Dude, while you're up here, we should, we should try to record a live version while you're up here. Yeah, I was going to say that. But, I mean, we're, we're there. I think we get into town this Saturday. And then we're gonna head back Sunday, so I wasn't sure like how busy your night's gonna be and you know stuff like that. But we can, you know, certainly see how the cards fall. Yeah, we'll definitely give it a try, man. We'll give it a try. Yeah, but I am, uh, I'm excited for a in-person reunion. Yes, me too. Uh, McClunky is back now. Yeah. He Did was. Did you make a sandwich? No. No, he was out uh, fighting gypsies. Oh. Yeah. You didn't kill anymore, did you? I don't think I killed anybody. <laughs> yeah. He was like, you not steal my tears, gypsy. Hey, <laughs> 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 there's another Ric Flair. You cannot have too many Ric Flairs in it. That's true. You cannot. Uh, I felt like there was something else I was going to talk about, but I can't remember now. Oh. I know what it is. Did you see the latest article? Uh, apparently, J.J. Abrams has done an interview. Have you? I have not. So apparently, J.J. Abrams has apologizing. done. A... Is he apologizing for the sequel trilogy? Well, he and he's not really apologizing, but I believe he has made comments that there was a, a lack of planning with the last Star Wars trilogy, which no. Fans are like, uh, yeah, we knew that. But he's finally owning up to it, I think. And 
Um, I don't know. I mean, I, at this point, it's not going to change anything in the Star Wars universe, but mm-hmm. I think that that's kind of kind of funny that he's finally coming to that. It's like, dude, it's been a couple of years. Like, you're just now realizing this. Yeah. Like, yeah, we kind of rushed it. <laughs> I so, think it. I, I mean, it kind of it kind of says that um, it wasn't what it should have been when basically everything else that Star Wars has done since the sequel trilogies is basically apologizing for the sequel trilogies. <laughs> like how can we make this better yeah and i got into a conversation today with uh with takuma shout out to takuma. takuma um we were talking about it and it just feels like they're still to this day doing so much backpedaling on it to try and make everything from those movies relevant and like oh it really wasn't that bad guys like here here's why they did this and stuff and it's like yeah, yeah we're we're kind of you know wasting our time and money here now i think their only hope to get people to move is to just continue building the world or that story moving forward and then eventually somehow intertwining grogu with ray and then building like a new jedi sequel from there and and mm-hmm. just like hey let's let's move on and forget those last three <laughs> yeah 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 but then the mandalorian also uh tried to build more i think with the snoke story Mm -hmm. and a lot of fans think this too that um what a lot of like directors people like floney which floney got a promotion yeah 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 he's he's climbing up there we can yeah but i read that that promotion took place like months ago and fans are just now making a big deal about it was what I read. Oh, whether or not I mean, you would think that they would just like give him the keys to the car and let it go. With Kathleen Kennedy at the helm, there are no source material. Kathleen Kennedy is just basically sitting back collecting her check now. Mm -hmm. I mean, idiot. (laughs) Well, I thought this was like a year ago, but um, people are now looking back on it when. They acquired the rights to to Star Wars from Disney, and they asked her which source material you're going to base your new stuff off of. And she said, out of all the Star Wars novels and games, there are no source material. <laughs> there are no source material. Yeah, there's. Oh, I just I can't. Idiot. I mean, I'll still I'll still say there's some good stuff that came out of those movies. But there, it could have been so much better with just a few minor changes to make them. Oh God, I just can't. Yeah. Well, we don't have to bring that up. I just. Yeah. I I thought it was oh. kind of funny that JJ was now saying that years he's, later. You know. Fine. He's like that. He's like that kid that made a mistake, and then years later, when everybody's like sort of forgotten about it, he's like, "Yeah, sorry." Like, just give John Favreau, like, let him own Disneyland him do whatever he wants with star wars like here if we give you disneyland in california you can do whatever you want with star wars just just take over (laughs) and this is what he'll say to everybody that works for him hey now since since our last episode i have discovered cobra kai and may i say it is an awesome show that's a great show yeah i'm glad you enjoy it. it it it's they did a well job, uh, a well job. They did a good job of um, mixing the material for the older generations that grew up with the Karate Kid, but then reaching out to the newer generations and tying them in there. 
Now, again, don't spoil anything because I'm not too far into it. But they, it, it is good. Yeah, and I won't say too much, but there are scenes where they do flashbacks to the movies. Mm-hmm. And they incorporate Agi. And I'll just say they do it in such a, a way that it's, in my opinion, it's really done really good. It pulls at your heartstrings, and you're like, "Oh man, this just brings me back." Like, yeah. I can I can feel the emotion, you know. And sometimes it makes you want to punch Daniel San in the face. <laughs> yeah, and and as it progresses, you're like, "Who's the true villain in this?" You know, because they're both not equally great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they both have their flaws. It's just that one, you know, kind of fell from grace because you know back in the day, Johnny was like the the rich kid, the preppy kid, and now he's mm-hmm. more, you know, living in the slums type stuff. But sweep uh, the leg, Johnny. What? Yeah, sweet time to sweep the leg, Johnny. <laughs> but yeah, definitely check it out. What? What? Your season one still on? Yes, I am on season one. I I took a deep dive into it, and then with all the graduation stuff for nines, things have been hectic lately. Yeah, yeah, definitely keep watching because it gets good. There's uh, three three seasons, seasons. and they've already revealed a little bit of a teaser for four. Yeah, and I think that they said they had enough for they were planning to do at least six seasons. Nice. (laughs) Something so. It's, yeah, definitely. And it's an easy watch, which I like. Yeah. Here's the thing. If Will Smith's kid shows up, I don't know if I'm on board still. He has not yet. I'll tell you that. So Neither has Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah yeah it's pretty good so Jaden Smith um yeah so God, oh, oh, oh okay hey and oh, for hey. all my fans out there who like the singing you know with the mention of the karate kid here you go you're the best around <laughs> no one's ever gonna get you down <laughs> I think I use that as a soundbite once I think you do <laughs> let's see if I can find it uh, that's what she said uh, oh. Who is she, and why would she say that? <laughs> yeah, who is she anyway? <laughs> who is this she that you're referring? <laughs> oh, my things, my uh, soundbite machine here is running a little slow. It has run amok, 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 amok. Oh, sorry, it's not working right now. That's okay. That's okay. So, <sighs> anyways, um. I don't... Wait, what's this? Why so serious? <laughs> Ooh, that was really good, though. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, yeah so I don't think I've got anything else. I mean, we were just kind of freestyling it tonight on Season 3, Episode 1. Yeah, for the yeah. for the first ep of Season 3, I think this was a good little, uh, good little tidy episode. Yeah, intro to the new stuff coming out. Like I said at the beginning of the episode... Tons of nerd content coming out, people. So if you haven't already subscribed to Disney+, Plus, make sure you get on that because you have to catch up on WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We've got Loki coming up uh, next month, right? Right. Yeah. Lo- no, like a week and a half, Loki. It's in it like June 8th. Uh, yeah, 8th or 9th. June 9th. 9th. Um, and then you've got the Black Widow com- movie coming out uh, with Miss Marvel finished for- filming. Yep. We've got yeah, we got a lot of we've got a lot of really good stuff on the horizon this summer. So I'm super excited because we've kind of, um with me and McClunky coming up to Nines' open house. 
and how the the world is kind of changing and things are starting to open up and restrictions are becoming less and less because more people are getting the vaccine and getting vaccinated and stuff. So um, with that being said, uh, we're super excited because it, with the world opening back up, I think we're going to have an overabundance of content coming out now. Stuff that I think so. studios were sitting on because they you know, want to get as much money as they can from the fans on this stuff, which mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't blame them. I'll pay the money because the money goes back into the projects and we keep getting new stuff. Well, and with, they've had a year and a half where things were quite idle, where they could work on projects and, you know, hopefully make them the best they could be. You know, they they weren't rushing things out. So they had hopefully time to make these things good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We recently, uh, recently as a, yesterday um signed up for our own hbo max account so Ooh, look excited. at you yeah so dc stuff yeah balling <laughs> um but i'm i'm really excited about how hbo max is doing this like a lot of the movies are going to be released to the theaters but they're also going to be premiering on hbo max for a limited time mm-hmm. so august 6th when the new suicide squad movie comes out um, we'll be able to watch it we'll be able to watch it on hbo max that time too so and it's gonna have john cena in it <laughs> i don't know if, i don't know if taiwan is okay with that <laughs> um but yeah so there's there's a ton of stuff that's gonna be coming out so pretty excited about it i think that's kind of the wave of the future don't you think with um services like hbo max and disney plus um when a movie hits the theaters them also offering it you know, as a, a Premiere Plus type access, you know, where you shell out a, a chunk of money and you can watch it in your own home, like dual release stuff. I think there's a, a huge opportunity for them to make a ton of money there. Oh, for sure. For sure. I think you're going to see them doing that from here on out. Mm-hmm. Release it streaming. And, you know, you follow the threads on social media and there's a ton of people who just complain and bitch about Disney Plus and the fact that you know, they pay for this service and now they have to pay an additional twenty nine ninety nine for premiere access to these movies when they come out. But I, I've always been from the mindset and the view of it's still cheaper than going to the movie, you know, for a family of four, like what we have and going to a movie and buying popcorn and, you know, snacks, you, you're spending close to a hundred dollars now. Oh, for sure. You know, and, you and, know, and so- I would say that they can even, ha- they could even jack that price up more, like charge 50 bucks, like a, like a, a pay-per-view used to be or what you know a ufc fight is you know people would be and should be willing to pay that because you're still saving money from going to the theater and you're getting to watching it in your own home now i'm not opposed to how hbo max is doing it either you know it's 14.99 a month for the service and you get the premiere access um for a, a limited time when these movies come out which i think is awesome too so again you're not you're not basing your plans around like the showtime at the movie theater. You're just like, Hey, I'm home and it's a Wednesday night. I'm going to watch this movie now. So in my opinion, you're going to save a ton of money and it's just so much more relaxing to just sit in your couch, couch, grabbing, grabbing your chips from Walmart. Oh, I thought you were going to say grab (laughs) something else. Hold on there. Hang on. Grabbing your chips from Walmart and also your Skittles, <laughs> your, your Skittles and Coca-Cola. And Brody's so, yeah. throwing out all the all the brands, man. We're gonna get some cash rolling in now. I know. Well, also this episode might get taken down because you know copyright. Uh, yeah. What? 
Maybe. Copyright. Because of all the, the brands being thrown around. Who knows? Maybe maybe Ric Flair might not be too happy maybe. that we're using his woos. Hey, maybe. <laughs> maybe, guy. We're promoting everything. Yeah. And they're going to pay us millions of dollars. That's the angle I was going on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> so, yeah. All right, well. Yeah, so our nerds and beer fans, as we said, this is the opening episode of season three. But if you haven't listened to our old stuff, number one, what are you doing with your life? Yeah. And number two, go back and listen to us. We're still there. Check us out. We're hilarious. (laughs) Especially especially in season one when you can't even understand us. And when I sound all squeaky too. Like oh yeah. We went back and we listened to how I first sounded when I started, and I was like <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> You've come a long way, man. You've come a long so, way. Yeah, so see, we're not only chronicling the adventures of everything in the nerd world, we're also chronicling the, the adventures of Brody's journey into adulthood. <laughs> the chronic what calls of Narnia. <laughs> oh, good stuff, so. All right, well, uh, yeah, until next time, make sure you keep your eye on everything nerdy check out everything we talk about if you haven't seen it yet make sure you go check it out yep. mm-hmm. clunky well wash your hands wear your mask and get and get that vaccine yeah get vaccinated man get yeah. vaccinated some people in my school thought that you're they're putting gps's in you <laughs> i don't think that's how it works exactly <laughs> but okay believe what you want to believe you know what if they want to put a gps in me if it'll let me be able to go out to the theater put me a put a gps in me Yes, yes. Just open the border to Canada. There you go. God. Yeah, been way too long. So, Um, yeah. So, from all of us here at Nerds and Beer, we want you to keep it nerdy. Yeah. And and remember this. (laughs) There you go. So good. Found it for you. That was good. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. Well, everybody, you guys have a great night. And until next time, uh, keep it nerdy. Peace out, Girl Scouts. (laughs) Oh, Mr. Sheffield.